That was the Sunday Escape. Have a good week. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories, the Consumer Council calls on LegCo to pass a cooling-off law. Legislator Chan Hoyan says prevention is better than cure for the public health system and dozens of people are injured in explosions in Sri Lanka. The chief executive of the Consumer Council, Gilly Wong, is urging lawmakers to support the government's proposal to introduce a mandatory cooling-off period for buying packages for gyms and beauty parlors. The plan would require such companies to refund consumers who've made prepayments of over $3,000 if they change their mind within a certain period. However, the plan doesn't cover online transactions or timeshare sales, and critics say it won't give enough protection for consumers. But Ms. Wong says the Consumer Council's been pushing for the measure for years, and it's time to take a step forward. This is our hope every day that the bill can be passed in the current administration. Um, Reasons being is if we cannot meet the time, it has to start all over again. So we have been waiting for five years, starting from 2012, even earlier than that, maybe one or two years earlier than that. Now it's already 2019, talking about 10 years. We really want to have it in the current administration. She added that more unfair trade practices could be regulated in future once this piece of legislation is passed. Lawmaker Chan Hoyan is urging the government to help ease the pressure on the public medical system by doing a better job in primary health care and preventative medicine. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Ms. Chan said the health authorities had failed to tackle staff shortages and overcrowding at public hospitals. She said prevention could prove better than cure, especially as the population gets older. Elderly people frequently have greater demands for health services, and the aging population is going to add extra burden to already ailing medical services. The local medical system has always been biased towards treatment of disease and inpatient care. Preventive medicine and primary care have hitherto played a rather minor role. Popular implementation of preventive medicine and primary care can improve the general health of the population and reduce disease burden, thereby reducing the need for costly medical interventions for the treatment of diseases. News just in, at least 80 people have been injured in explosions at churches and hotels in Sri Lanka. Police said the blast hit churches churches in the north of the capital and in the town of Negombo, just outside Colombo. The nature of the explosions wasn't immediately clear. Only about 6% of mainly Buddhist Sri Lanka are Catholic, but the religion is seen as a unifying force because it includes people from both the Tamil and majority Sinhalese ethnic group. Labor and Welfare Secretary Lao Qigong is encouraging people to upgrade themselves with new skills and knowledge by making use of a bigger, bigger education subsidy available starting this month. Applicants can now get $20,000 up from the previous 10000 after the government injected an extra $10 billion into the Continuing Education Fund last year. The age limit has also been raised from 65 to 70. Writing on his blog, Mr. Law said applicants can now use the subsidy to fund a wider range of courses with more than 4,000 added items added to the list. A man has died after his motorboat collided with a yacht off Yong Shu O in Saikong this morning. The man was pulled unconscious from the sea and was later pronounced dead at the Prince of Wales Hospital. Survivors of one of the United States' worst school shootings have been speaking at a remembrance ceremony in Denver to mark the 20th anniversary of the attack. 
Thirteen people died in the killings at Columbine High School, plus the two students who carried out the shooting. The BBC's Chris Buckler reports. The current students of Columbine are too young to remember what happened in their high school in 1999, but they can't help but know that its name has become synonymous with school shootings. Those pupils gathered with the survivors of the notorious attack and the families of the victims to remember the 12 students and one teacher who were killed. At the service, they talked of an innocence lost and the pain they feel and share each time there is another shooting in America. In the United States, in the United States, a contender for the Democratic Party's presidential nomination, Senator Elizabeth Warren, has repeated her call for Donald Trump to be impeached. She was addressing supporters in New Hampshire. We cannot be an America that says it is okay for a president of the United States to try to block investigations into a foreign attack on our country or investigations into that president's own misbehavior. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. One of the busiest junctions in central London, Oxford Circus, has reopened for traffic six days after it was first blocked by climate change protesters. London's police chief said unlawful protests at Oxford Circus and other locations had caused misery. This protester explained why she feels they had to resort to such disruptive tactics. If there were a better way, please somebody tell us, because we've tried the suggested ways. We've tried writing to MPs, we've tried doing petitions, we've tried just standing in the street with banners. It clearly hasn't worked. Military and civilian protest leaders in Sudan have agreed to continue negotiations to ensure a peaceful transfer of power. A spokesman for the protesters said they'd clarify their key demand for a civilian government to replace the transitional military council. More from the BBC's Fergal Keane in Khartoum. There had been an expectation through the weekend that the Sudan Professionals Association, the group leading the protests, would declare a parallel government. That hasn't happened yet. There are also reliable reports that several of the most senior figures in the regime of deposed President Omar al-Bashir have been arrested and that a raft of senior officers in the National Intelligence Service have been fired. These moves are designed to consolidate the power of the new military administration but also to answer some of the key demands of the protesters. Turkey's governing AK party has again appealed to the electoral authorities to cancel and rerun the vote for the post of mayor of Istanbul, which it lost three weeks ago. The party's deputy chairman said thousands of voters had taken part in the poll despite being ineligible. The AK candidate in Istanbul said the appeal process would continue at the Supreme Election Council. Sport, Manchester City have returned to the top of the Premier League with a 1-0 win over Tottenham. 18-year-old Phil Folden scored his first league, league goal after five minutes. City are now a point clear of Liverpool, both teams have playing, having played with the same number of games. Manchester boss Pep Guardiola says what happens next is clear. Fight with the best Liverpool ever. With the best Liverpool ever. One is, I think one of the best teams I've ever seen in my life. So being there, what can I say? So... We fight until the end. We're going to put everything in Old Trafford next Wednesday and Barley away and Leicester and, and Brighton and we'll see how far we get. If, uh, if we win, we'll be so happy. If not, we'll congratulate Liverpool and we'll prepare next season. Tottenham remain third, having played a game more than the other teams, challenging for a top-four finish. 
Meanwhile, relegation threatened Brighton grabbed a crucial point at Wolverhampton. The match fina finalised nil-nil. Brighton boss Chris Hutton says it felt like a win. It feels big, um, and I think it feels big because you know we're on the back of two big defeats, really, that, that have hurt us. And but we needed a reaction um, from the players, and and we got that. A director at one of Brazil's top football clubs, Santos, has been forced to stand down after making racist comments. The nature of his remarks and the club's failure to sack him prompted a huge social media campaign across the country. The BBC's Leonardo Rocha reports. In a recording leaked on Thursday, Adilson Durante Filho said that mixed-race people were crooks and couldn't be trusted. Supporters of Santos immediately called for action. They said his racist comments were a disgrace for a club that had given the world players like Pelé, Robinho and Neymar, all of them black or mixed-race like the majority of the Brazilian population. The club issued a statement regretting the comments but refused to act. After intense social media pressure, Mr. Durante Filho has finally resigned. In the NBA, Philadelphia's Joel Embiid returned from injury to score a game-high 31 points and grab 16 rebounds, powered, powering the 76ers to a 112-108 playoff victory at Brooklyn. Despite a third-quarter incident that saw two players ejected, the 76ers seized a 3-1 lead in the first-round series against the Nets and could advance in the Eastern Conference best-of-seven matchup with a home victory Tuesday. In the other Eastern Conference game, Chris Middleton finished with 20 points and 9 rebounds as the top-seeded Milwaukee Bucks put the Detroit Pistons on the brink of elimination with a 119-103 win. The victory gave the Bucks a 3-0 lead and they can wrap up the series with a win on the road in the Motor City tomorrow. To end the news, our top stories once again. The Consumer Council calls on LegCo to pass a cooling-off law. Legislator Chan Hoyan says prevention is better than cure for the public health system and dozens of people are injured in explosions in Sri Lanka. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. So slowly, slowly, time goes by. So slowly, slowly, time goes by.